0: ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management. Helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care, competence, clarity. It's not just a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. From the three. 25, 30, 35, it's close midfield. A chance to return the opening kickoff for six. He'll take it to the house. It's blocked! Pounce! Touchdown Badgers! Unbelievable! Simply shocking! Stop Touchdown! Jonathan Taylor, can he take it the distance? He can! Touchdown Badgers! And Randall lets it roar. It's time for the best after party in the state. This is the Wisconsin College Game Day post game show.
1: It is the best after party in the state, but we're not celebrating a win today as the Badgers fall to Michigan 17-38. Alex Trofe alongside Monte Ball. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We're live from the draft house in Verona. Thanks to our friends at Coors Light. So we're asking you a bunch of questions. You can get it on on the ESPN and Madison talking text line 844-770-3776. It's Paul Christ on the hot seat. Mm. Are you worried about the Badgers' bowl eligibility? you got to mm. win six games. They're one and three. And who would you rather start a quarterback, assuming both are available next week against Illinois, Graham Mertz or Chase Wolf? So if you got thoughts on any of that or anything else, 844-770-3776 is your way. To get in offensively, Monte, what was the most disappointing to you today? Was it the lack of run game? Chesna Lucy carried the ball six times. For uh, yeah, six times for him, thirteen yards. Jalen Berger actually led in carries today, eight carries for eighteen yards. Braylon Allen
2: and garbage time and five carries for nineteen yards. My biggest it's, this is this is easy to me. My biggest disappointment. Is how they are failing to find their identity. Yeah. You can tell right there. We are four, what, five weeks technically into, to, into the season, counting our bye week, and we do not know what kind of offense we are. That's a significant problem. We don't even know who is going to get a majority of the carries. Um, obviously, we did week one, but we, we, that identity, that, that's it for me, man. That's it for me. And the lack of push, obviously, from the offensive line. Yeah. I mean, the offensive line's certainly been kind of a highlight of disappointment, but
1: mm-hmm. uh, the, the lack of identity is a really, really good point. I mean, this team has not consistently trotted out a game plan yet this year, and that counts the Eastern Michigan win. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. you, you, you know it was a ground-and-pound attack against Eastern Michigan, but that was because Graham Mertz was coming off such a disappointing <laughs> performance against Penn State, you didn't trust him to throw the ball, so you – Used your three headed backfield with Chesma Lucy, Isaac Renda, who only had two carries today, and Jalen Berger. And you won because it's Eastern Michigan. Of course, but of course. The rest of the way, Penn State, Notre Dame, Michigan has just been disappointed as, as, as you've lost to these ranked opponents. Nine
2: straight against ranked
1: opponents you've lost.
2: Uh, I, I just. When I, when I speak about Chase Wolf, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, the second string quarterback is going to just immediately turn everything around but my question is this how many times are we going to run into this wall what's the saying you know you 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 do the same thing over and over again and you expect different results that's the definition
1: of the insanity right uh,
2: and and again i'm not saying chase wolf's going to come in and this is going to be a you know they're going to jump to number one in the country but are we going to finish out the year lose against minnesota possibly and be like man wow we should have probably you know given chase wolf more of a chance how many more times do we got to run into this with with Merch? And again, it's not all Merch's fault, but we got to do something. Got to do something. <laughs> you got I mean it's 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 just funny.
1: It's almost laughable. 5 weeks in. We're 5 weeks in, and you don't know what the hell this team
2: is. That's bad, man. I don't think I've – it's been a while since I've I've witnessed something like this, and I'm seeing a lot of long faces, long faces at the game, a lot of confusion. And, again, yeah, us fans are spoiled, but if I'm a player, again, I want for my fans to be critical on us, hard on us. This. this is this is Wisconsin football, baby. Paul Chris took the play calling away from Joe Rudolph this season. He did.
1: Is that the wrong call? Uh,
2: evidently, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, but here's the thing I think we we cannot ignore the fact that Joe Rudolph is the run game coordinator And that O-line is not producing It's hard to call plays when your offensive line is not doing well So I think both of them step into that office with McIntosh (laughs) And have a very serious conversation That being McIntosh having the conversation with them Something's not going on right, man Obviously
1: Very Obviously yeah, uh, no, I mean, th- th- everything's gone wrong for Wisconsin. They've been absolutely dominated in the fourth quarter of the last two weeks in games that were within reach, and in Notre Dame's case, super winnable mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter as he yes. led until that kickoff return puts you under for good. This week, it wasn't as close. Michigan led from, from end to end, yep. but regardless, it was still a game that Wisconsin probably should have been more in than they were. And
2: this is just to the point of frustrating that I don't think anybody expected. I mean, listen, let's be honest. Obviously, Illinois is a little, uh, that's a wounded team as well. They, they, what, three straight losses, four straight losses, something like that. But, again, not take, get the, get the wins and losses off the table. This is Coach B versus Wisconsin. This is a very emotionally a driven game. game. Anything can happen, especially what we're seeing with this Badgers team. Literally anything can happen. So we got Illinois. Obviously, Army should be a win. But then we got Purdue. We don't know what's going to happen against Purdue. And then, obviously, we got Iowa. So within the next, you guys, four games, right now, from the bottom of my heart, my true opinion, Army's the only game that we win. Coach B's taking this game very... Is this an overreaction for Monte Ball? I I love it because you're going to come back next week after Illinois and you're going to be like, "Mm, wow, he may have been right. Coach B's taking this extremely personal. It's Coach B versus Barry Alvarez and versus versus every other staff member at Wisconsin most definitely. And he's going to bring out the bags, the, the tricks, all of the above because this game to him, he circled this bad boy. You know it.
1: Of course he did, right? I mean, former Wisconsin coach and Brett Bielema now back in the Big Ten at Illinois, and he gets the opportunity to host Wisconsin next week. Of course he's going to take it personally. We'll dive more into the Illinois matchup uh, as we wrap up the show here in in about, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. We'll we'll get more into uh, the matchup next week with Brett Bielema and the fighting Illini. (laughs) But I want to put a
2: cap on this one. Michigan tops Wisconsin today. Seventeen thirty-eight. I see you rubbing your head right there, man. Just eyes closed, rubbing your head. Just uh, I'm there with you. I'm yeah, there it's, with you.
1: It's... it's, it's
2: and baffling. I may be dramatic. It's I mean, baffling. Yeah, I may be dramatic, oh, you're but, being I'm, dramatic. I'm, but I'm sticking with you're, it. You're being I'm dramatic. I'm sticking with it. You you're guys You're being heard dramatic. It. I don't see this team. This team, when something bad happens, they don't recover.
1: All right, I'm willing to do this right now, Monte. <laughs> Let's make a bet of some sort. All right, all right. That Illinois game next week, I'm confident Wisconsin goes to Illinois. Okay. Games. Okay. Um, I, they have to bounce back. They know they know the urgency, uh, the sense of urgency they need to play with. So uh, I'm willing to make a bet, and we'll iron out what exactly that bet is.
2: Did we lose the last time? We lost the last time at Illinois too. No, uh, Graham hurts no. through five touchdowns in that game. That they, was they that. that no, no, no. At Illinois. Oh, at Illinois. Yes, they yeah. did lose that game two years yep. ago. Yes.
1: Uh, when, when, uh, who was, was it? Jack Cohn was the quarterback at that point? Yeah, yes. Uh, so, yes, they did lose out of Illinois in a
2: shocking loss. We were a better team then. Oh, yeah, way
1: better team then. <laughs> we had uh, Jonathan Taylor. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> and you don't have, have a Jonathan Taylor per se in this offense, but the lack of getting the run game going uh, this week was concerning. And we know Absolutely. the Michigan front seven's really good. We know Michigan has one of the best defenses in the entire. NCAA Division One, but you just couldn't get anything going. Mertz got comfortable a little bit, but he was still sacked too much. Mm. He was still under pressure too much, and he was still throwing off balance too much. And th- those are just things that you can't see out of a what's considered a sophomore quarterback right. in Graham Mertz.
2: Right. You. You. You can't. You. you... As, as I've stated in my tweet, at some point a player's got to step up and say, I'm not allowing for this to happen anymore, you guys. This is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it because uh, it's getting to that point of being embarrassing. And when I say step up, I'm not just talking about a skilled player. As I stated in my tweet, a majority of the leaders during my years were on the offensive line because we knew that if it if it, if they're not getting the job done, it's going to be extremely difficult for everybody else to, and even the coach, because you can't get into your – Third and five, third and four, where you can literally open up the playbook. So it's going to be interesting, man. And again, I'm sticking with it. I, I I think the Badgers fall to Illinois next week. I do, I do.
1: I don't, and we'll we'll lie or not a bet. We'll figure out what exactly it is yep. uh, whether whether we're going to be eating raw eggs like Chewy <laughs> and, and Gabe bet on on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. Um, whether we'll be uh, you know taking a run up 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 the Camp Randall steps as we talked about. <laughs> We'll figure it out. We're going to make a bet. Loser of the bet's going to pay something off. We'll figure that out before we're done here okay. on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. He's former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball. I'm Alex Stroh. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light. There is only one beer that is made to chill, and that is Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans of Coors Light, it's so sweet. They turn blue when it's ready at the right temperature cold enough to drink and enjoy i love that about coors light and that's why coors light is the beer i choose when i need to unwind and chill and i'll definitely be doing that once we're off the air here uh, on espn wisconsin college game day coors brewing company golden colorado please celebrate responsibly coors light is our proud sponsor here on espn wisconsin college game day We'll continue the conversation and play some realistic or ridiculous. We'll do that next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
0: Action continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
1: speed of song we need right now we need to get that rise and grind mode right i mean the badgers have been so disappointing we need something like this to get us all fired up this is espn wisconsin college game day across espn wisconsin 100.5 espn in madison 94.5 espn in milwaukee 844-770-3776 is your
2: way in to the show Something's gotta get us fired up, man. Something's gotta Something's get Something's gotta fired get us, up. us fired up because the Badgers sure aren't doing it. Um, something, something that, uh, roll the music again. No, no, no. Ah. <laughs> no <I'm kidding. laughs>
1: you know what will get us fired up and always gets me fired up is realistic or ridiculous, which we're going to play right now.
0: Now that the game is over, let's overreact.
1: Wayhawks, we'll talk about playoffs
0: is it realistic or ridiculous everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it on espn wisconsin college game day
1: all right realistic or ridiculous it's pretty simple how this works i'm gonna come up with a couple of questions to ask monte Monte's is gonna tell me if it's realistic or ridiculous maybe we'll debate maybe we'll agree We'll see what happens here. We're just trying to have some fun after a disappointing loss once again mm-hmm. for Wisconsin. If you missed it, Wisconsin is 1-3 for the first time since 1990. That was Barry Alvarez's first season as head coach. That was the year Monte Ball was
2: born. It's, <laughs> a, it's a long time ago because I'm sitting next to an old man. Um, <laughs> a long time ago, man. And as I stated earlier, you really put into perspective for me when you said that. It's like, that's okay. <laughs> okay that's 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 a stat right there that is a stat there's <laughs> quite the stat so let's start here
1: jim leonard should be the head coach of the wisconsin badgers in 2022 realistic or ridiculous will be i should say the head coach of the badgers in
2: 2022 oh will be okay change it up on me right there will be That's not realistic. Um, So it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Although I do believe, as I stated, that Coach Chris is in the hot seat. That doesn't mean he needs to be fired right now. I think that there needs to be some serious conversations had, maybe an ultimatum of some sort. Hey, man, if we don't win 80% of our games in 2022, that will be your final year. Fair enough. I think that is, or excuse me, 2020, well, 2022, 2022, yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. 2022, it. yes.
1: You got the years, right? We, we are in 2021. Good yes. job. Thank Way you, to figure you, that one you. out. You
2: know, getting banged around and you know and all that stuff and, and watching these badgers puke on themselves. It's it's <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. I don't I don't either.
1: <laughs> Realistic or ridiculous, Graham Mertz enters the transfer
2: portal after this season. Ridiculous because I believe right now, if he went, I mean, obviously depending on where he goes, he, I mean, he, he, he he's possibly not a starter. After seeing what Jack Cone did in, at Notre Dame, <laughs> you, you think maybe that'll inspire him? That'll, <laughs> that. Um, How about it? Uh, I, I think, I think, I think ridiculous. I, I think that's ridiculous. I don't think Merce is going to leave. Um, but it all depends. I mean, there's a there's a variable we can't ignore. That is, if Chase Wolf does start over top of him, then that does change my answer.
1: Well you said they should go to Chase Wolf they next should. week.
2: But if they do it, then I change my answer to yes, Merce Wolf will, will be in the transfer portal. Ridiculous. I want to hear your take on that one though. I don't think it's ridiculous. I think I think I, I don't think it's super
1: realistic okay. by any means. Okay. But I think if the scenario is what you just detailed, right? If Chase Wolf comes out as the starter and is able to hang on to that job, then yeah, I think it's very realistic. But given what the offensive line has done, given right. what the offensive scheme has done for Graham Mertz, he's losing his shot at becoming a National Football League quarterback, which okay.
2: looking back to where we were one year ago right now, we thought Graham Mertz was a first round pick. Okay. True. True. I like that. I like that. I do I do like that. But I am sticking with ridiculous, but I I I that that's actually a very strong point, that is, because I I, I think him, he knows the deal with what happened with Cohn, and obviously Cohn performing better with Notre Dame. That's a tough one, man. I like it, but I'm I'm sticking with it. Ridiculous. See, I I think it it, it it's not super realistic
1: by right. any means, right? I mean, Graham Mertz is here. It's his job as long as he as long as he's here. Mm-hmm. At least is the understanding still right now? Even <laughs> after a one and three start, but win loss isn't a quarterback stat. I mean, it, it's clearly. The, the, the issues are much deeper rooted than yes. Graham Mertz. And I think anybody that, that's going to, you know, call in or text in or tweet in or tweet in general that Graham Mertz is the issue with Wisconsin clearly isn't watching the same football games that I've right. been watching. Right. I think it's very, very evident that these issues are much deeper rooted than just the quarterback situation at Wisconsin.
2: Yeah, and I, and I still stick with it too. Give this man Chase Wolf more opportunities. Um give him more opportunities absolutely let's stop running into this same wall but again it's not all mertz's fault but let's just try something new yeah we've seen wolf but mertz is throwing interceptions too so i think we need to see this man a little more asking you on twitter two questions first assuming both
1: are available next week against illinois who should the badgers start at quarterback 73% are you, 73% of you say Graham Mertz, which is Team Strofe. Okay. And
2: 27% of you say Chase Wolf, which is Team Monte. All right, all right. The uh, the people have spoken. And, again, I, I most definitely respect that. I'm a little more so of kind of stirring up the pot, switching some things up, because what I believe, the benefit that comes with that is maybe Mertz gets that fire set under him. What if he doesn't have that set under him now because he just knows it's the O-line? People know it's the O-line now, so he's just like, hey, I'm just going to, come in here, do what I can, but we know it's the O-line's fault. What if we start seeing Wolf more, Yeah, and he's like, oh, wait, I'm actually losing this position. And you can have one heck of a competition, healthy competition, in that quarterback room. Uh, also, one, one
1: more uh, tweet. Brent chimes in. Team Vandenboom. <laughs> Danny Vandenboom, <laughs> the third-string quarterback. <laughs> Uh, so I guess 1% of the vote goes in the direction of Danny Vandenberg, but <laughs> nonetheless, 73% still sticking with Mertz, and I think that is the sensible and correct option. Graham Mertz is not the issue. Chase Wolf, as you know, subpar as he's also been, also not the issue. Right. This is much deeper rooted. It's scheming. It's game plan. It's the lack of offensive line depth. It's the lack of identity, as we've referred uh-huh. to a few times. I mean, there are several issues with this Wisconsin offense. And it's so sad because this Wisconsin defense, Monte, is so darn good. Really the good. identity of Wisconsin
2: is still the defense is good enough to keep you in games. But now this year, the problem is the <laughs> offense can't get you on board. Listen, I'm jealous. If I had this defense during my years, we would win a national championship. We win the national championship game. We (laughs) lost. We got knocked out of the national championship game by two Hail Marys back-to-back weeks. Back-to-back weeks. If we have this defense, granted, we had a good defense, but I do think this defense as an entire unit, player-to-player, position-to-position, is better than what I I had, we win the national championship. You look
1: at a couple of the playmakers on this defense, right? You've got Henningsen. You've got uh, Campbell Benton. You've got Jack Sanborn. Mm -hmm. You've got Chanel. You've got uh, Nick Herbig who had a really solid first half today. You've got Kyle, Colin Wilder in the defensive backfield, who's been really, uh, really special for the most part this year. Like you've got a terrific unit defensively, yes. and you've got the best defensive coordinator in college football, in Jim Leonard. But the
2: offense can't freaking execute. You, you you understand how many players, former players on the defensive side of the ball, would 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 just love to play for Jimmy Leonard? just knowing first off what he was capable of doing as a as a player but now understanding how he took that intensity took took his 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 heart and love for the game and transitioned that from playing to coaching a successful transition uh, so many players would love to play for him so I, I it's disappointing it's disappointing to see this offense kind of squander uh, you know the, the the great defense that we're seeing it's it hurts, man. It it does. It does. It hurts. Yeah,
1: and I mean Chris from Mount Horeb, Scott from Fort Worth, Steve from Pewaukee, Travis and Madison, Paul and Madison, all very disappointed. <laughs> Actually, Paul really wasn't. He said, "You know what? Whatever." You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul was. Uh, he was just super relaxed. And-, and Scott from
1: Fort Worth. I mean, he said he can go grocery shopping and not feel too bad about these losses anymore because he's numb to losing
2: at one and three. Want to touch that again, man? Because I know what he's talking about. I know what he's explaining. I kinda of said the same thing where it's like uh, not not didn't say the same thing, but like up oh, the badges lost. But but we can't we can't go down that route. We can't get too comfortable with these losses or, or and all of that stuff. So we, we just we need that spark, man. I uh, I just don't know. I just don't know. Big trailers and
1: big opportunities at Stoughton trailers. Big just got even bigger with starting pay at Stoughton trailers at eighteen dollars per hour. There's hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. For open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more, go to stojobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, and big opportunities. How do you give out game balls in a 17-38 to 38 <laughs> loss? Well, we're going to explore how to do that next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day
0: post-game reaction continues next this is ESPN Wisconsin College game day
1: ESPN Wisconsin College game day live from the draft house in Verona Brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball, as we continue to break down the 17 to 38 loss for Wisconsin at the hands of the Michigan Wolverines.
2: Really, really not ideal. <laughs> I, I just want to know what the conversations are like. What is what is what is Coach Chris saying to these players? After these two that, these last games, the, the, the fourth quarter performances, what do you what do you say? I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> I mean,
1: has he lost the locker room? Has he lost the confidence in his players right. after this horrific start? Uh, and after not being able to get anything going offensively? I mean, Monte, look, let's put the uh, Eastern Michigan game aside. Mm-hmm. This team has scored 10 points, 13 points and 17 points. In their first three games uh, against ranked opponents, Eastern Michigan they scored 34, but Eastern Michigan is practically a Division II exactly. school, so it doesn't freaking matter. Uh, you're expected to win that game handedly, and uh, they did do that, 34 to seven. But the rest of them, they lost 16 to 10 to Penn State, lost 41 to 13 to Notre Dame last week, lost 38 to 17 this week. So I guess it's getting better, right? They went 10, 13, 17. They're putting up more points every week, but. Uh, it's still not enough it's still not enough
2: to even be in the ball game the last 2 weeks it's been horrific it's been horrific to say the least um, and and as i stated earlier the trajectory man we're 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 getting you you, you state that we're getting better looking uh, I mean, at the I'm stats i'm saying that
1: sarcastically. Uh,
2: oh, <laughs> i was like uh, because for me yeah, and some stats are looking better, but if we watch this team not finishing in the rezone, not finishing in the first fourth quarter, I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, this team has not made a, uh, any sort of improvement in in, in in their weeks. Last week, the week before that, I, I just, I'm, I'm getting to that point to where I, like, just don't know what to say. Well, I mean, who's to blame? Chris Rudolph, offensive line, Mertz.
1: There's enough blame to go
2: around. Man. If you're as frustrated as
1: I am and you need a healthy way to get rid of that frustration, head over to our friends at Carbon World Health. And, in fact, you can do the six-week experience for free. Go to carbonworldhealth.com ESPN and get with them. The comprehensive approach to training that addresses all of your needs. Health, diet, fitness, hydration, vitamins, hormone optimization, recovery, and the list goes on. Their methods proven to create sustainable, transformational fitness and health gains carbonworldhealth.com slash espn the first 20 people that sign up at that link will get to go to carbon world health and experience carbon world health for free carbonworldhealth.com slash espn i don't know how we're gonna do it but time now for game balls <laughs>
0: The highest honor this post-game show has to offer.
2: Just stick this in your trophy case.
0: Now, we award game balls on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's the game ball.
1: Well, you know how this works. Yep. You give a game ball to somebody. Monte, I'll let you go first.
2: Absolutely. It's very tough. Very tough, obviously, because this is a... this is a prestigious award, you know, given the game ball, of course. But I gotta go with DK on the offensive side of the ball. When I talk about needing a player to step up, somebody to kind of say, you know what, when I get the opportunity, I'm gonna capitalize on it. His game is obviously not perfect, but that's the spark that 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 is exciting. That's the spark that I've noticed, and, and that's DK absolutely. Ball to DK for sure. Two for 54 and a touchdown. Not the greatest stats, but again, capitalize. Nice, that touchdown catch is exactly. actually very pretty. Um, capitalize on those opportunities.
1: And, and a home me, Shamire DK. Uh, here is Monte's game ball. I said I'll let Monte go first. I'm also letting Monte go last because nobody deserves a damn game ball. <laughs> I mean, they were that awful today. The the, the Badgers were <laughs> that disappointing that nobody deserves a game ball. So, Monte, you can give one to DK. That's fine. That's All good right. with me. Right. I'm not giving anybody a game ball. Nobody deserves a game ball. I respect that. but And D.K. only a sophomore, so I, I really do. <laughs> I am excited to see what he brings to the table the next couple of years. Oh, yeah. But uh, today he was really the only person that deserves any recognition uh, for the Badgers. I mean, you can go to Michigan give them a game ball, but I'm not giving a game ball to the enemy.
2: No, can't do it. But, yeah, I, I if we had to choose somebody, I absolutely, D.K. Um, keep it going, D.K. Uh, become that leader for this team. Get that offense going. Do something. Do something
1: embarrassing uh embarrassing loss by the wisconsin badgers again this week they allow 18 points in the fourth quarter to lose 38 to 17 what is it about the fourth quarter monte the last two weeks that's where everything's really fallen apart they were in the game uh the last two weeks in the fourth quarter against michigan they were down 10 entering the fourth uh against Saturday Dame. they
2: were up three and they just allowed just a a run of the mill uh and it's just, just ugly. Yes, this is what I think needs to happen. And I have not been to a practice, but I'm going to try to get to a practice because I want to see what they're doing in their individual drills. One great thing that Thomas Hammett, current head coach right now for NIU, he was our running backs coach my years, he would purposely make the running backs extremely tired during individual drills before we even went to team drills or anything like that because let's see how well you're going to perform when you're fatigued. That's, that's football. Who performs the best when they're tired? Who performs the best when they're a little injured or beat up or what have you? He purposely made sure we were extremely tired going into team drills because that trained our brain to perform at 100% at its highest peak when we were tired. I'm not seeing that with this team.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think uh, they, you know, Gary Brown, a great running backs coach, yep. um, now the, the running backs coach at. Wisconsin, who I have a, a, a ton of respect for. Absolutely. He's a really good coach uh, with the Dallas Cowboys for several years, now at the University of Wisconsin. And he's got a good room, Monte. Yes. But uh, There was not a whole lot of utilization of the running backs today in that game. As I mentioned, the, the starter, Chesma Lucy, had six carries.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the example I use is not it's, – it's nothing towards the running backs. I was just using that example Speaking as as a whole, the team. What are you doing in your individual drills? Make them tired. Make them conditioned during their individual drills. Obviously, while doing the drills. Wait, so
1: hold on, hold on. I gotta cut you off. You said you you want to go to practice this week. Are you just allowed to show up whenever you want because Uh, you're a former
2: Badger? How does that work? I can most definitely. I can um, contact um, the director of communications and absolutely go to a practice. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can do that or. uh, if my schedule allows, but I want to see what they're doing in practice because we're noticing red zone offense and uh, fourth quarter play. This team is tired. They don't know how to finish. They don't know how to finish drives. They don't know how to finish the game. So are we conditioning during these drills? Are we purposely making players tired at the beginning of practice so that they have to finish a practice while being tired? Yeah, um yeah.
1: I'm with you, and I hope you can go there because maybe you could give them the edge. Maybe you can give them the Monte Ball edge. Maybe you could teach them how to have Monte Ball mentality. Right. Absolutely. I <laughs> love know?
2: that you casually agree. Oh well, yeah, absolutely, because here's the thing. You don't, you, I'm not saying you know make them do cross fields before practice. No, you condition during your drills, drills that correlate, directly correlate to in-game play. That's what you need to do if they're not doing it. Again, I'll, I will have an answer to that after this week upcoming week
1: yeah it's uh it's it's has and we said this last week after the loss to Notre Dame here on ESPN Wisconsin College game day tough week of practice you know that Paul Christ is going to be digging into them and really trying to make them earn it and, and trying to make them you know get ready for another tough ranked opponent in Michigan and, and while I'm sure that's true I'm sure they did have a tough week of practice I'm sure they had a very focused oh, yeah. uh, week of practice it didn't. It didn't look that way uh, uh, on the gridiron today at Camp Randall Fee, or at Camp Randall Stadium. It just didn't. It didn't look that way.
2: It looks like we don't know what we're doing. It looks like we don't even uh, understand the scheme that they're, tr- that, you know, that they're trying to execute. Um, and that that's worrisome. Absolutely worrisome. Again, five weeks into your season, counting the bye week, and uh, we don't know what we're seeing on the offensive side of the ball. That's that's a
1: problem. And we talked about the lack of identity, Monte. That's only offensively. We mean, of that, course, right? I of mean, course. defensively they've been really solid for the most part. Obviously, the, the fourth quarters last week really wasn't on the defense, but this week it was a bit. Um, you know, they they've kind of fallen apart in the fourth quarter. But offensively, there is no direction. There is no consistency. It doesn't seem like there is a solid game plan that's going to lead to impressive victories. That's why they've right. lost eight straight against ranked opponents dating back to November of 2019. I, I, I. Paul Christ should be the play caller. And I think it boils down to, to that's as simple as that. And while Paul Christ was a really good offensive coordinator, he was the offensive coordinator when you were playing, he, he shouldn't be the play caller. When Coach He gave himself a raise this offseason <laughs> because he took on play calling,
2: and now they're 1-3, their worst starting record since 1990. When Coach Christ was our offensive coordinator, that's the only hat that he wore. Was O.C., and he sat up in the box. He had that aerial view of everything. He saw the game unravel right in front of, or excuse me, from the box, from the aerial view. And is there I think, is
1: there a rule against head coaches sitting up in the box? Maybe that'll solve question. everything.
2: That's a great question, actually, because I do not know the answer to that. They probably have to be on the field. I'm not sure. We can go with Joe Paterno. Actually, when he got injured, he was up in the uh, press box, but maybe because it was just for emergency reasons. I don't know, but... You're right, man. Something's got to give. Something's got to happen. And I think that Coach Christ is at his best when he's only wearing one hat. I'm right there
1: with you. So we're in agreement. Paul Crist uh, certainly probably shouldn't be the play caller for the Wisconsin Badgers going forward. Uh, but that will be the case at least this season. They won't make that switch midseason, uh, I, I would assume at least. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll preview the Illinois game next but before we do that i want to tell you about our friends at group health cooperative ghc knows you're more than a number your ghc doctor gets you understands you and doesn't just care for you but about you and ghc knows you have high expectations if you have an experience at a ghc clinic that doesn't meet your expectations they'll refund your money with no questions asked it's another reason why ghc and you are better together we'll take a pillow window look into next week. Next, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
0: Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
1: Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, across ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Alex Stroke alongside former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball as we get ready for next week. Now we're put, putting the bow on that one as the Badgers lose today, 17-38, to 38 to 14th ranked Michigan. No identity offensively. Special teams. Special teams. We haven't even talked about special teams. Uh,
2: Awful. That's the thing, we can't even get to the other parts of the game that are bad because we are just so just blown back by the lack of identity from that offensive side. Special teams has obviously got to improve, but continue, Alex, my fault. So
1: you said the Badgers will only win one more game the rest of the season. Whoa, whoa, I didn't say that, did I? Yeah, you said they'll only win the Army game. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I said in the next four, the next four games. So who do you think they'll beat remaining on their schedule? Uh, Army, of course. Um, Rutgers. Um, Northwestern. That's it? That's about it. And, again, yeah, Minnesota does not have their best player, Ibrahim, but still, that's I like that coach, man. I like the way that they coach over there, and they understand that this is a – hopefully we're a different team by All that right. time.
1: <laughs> so you don't think Wisconsin's a playoff team as it stands right now? Uh, bowl team, no. I do not. Or a bowl team, excuse me. Thank I do you. not. Uh, and you think they lose to Illinois at Illinois next week against Brett Bielema? I do. I do. So I think they win. Okay. And I would like to propose a bet. (laughs) I think, and we'll just take this straight up, winner only, no spread, nothing, no BS like that. I just want a straight up bet. Okay. The loser, we're both out of shape, I think, right? I I certainly am. You think? I most definitely am. (laughs) I know you've been out of the league a few years, but I don't know, maybe you still work out. Uh, So we're both out of shape. I think whoever wins, so you're on Illinois, I'm on Wisconsin. Wisconsin wins. You run four laps around Capitol Square. I think that's about a mile. Okay. And if Illinois wins, I'll do the same. Four laps around Capitol Square. That's where our ESPN Madison studios are on Capitol Square. Whoever loses this bet does a mile around Capitol Square. Four laps around Capitol Square next week. Under one condition.
2: Yes. EMS services are on site. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, we're both going to need that. Uh, all right, so EMS, EMT service, excuse me. I even, but it's, it's yeah, I'm with it. I take that bet. I take it. I take it well, absolutely. Shake on it. All, all right. Shake Some, on it. Somebody will be run- four four laps around the capital.
1: Somebody will be running four laps around the Capitol next week, either myself or Monte Ball. But, Monte, we talked about it a bit earlier. want to get into it a little bit more now. Brett Bieleman, now the head coach at Illinois. He certainly had this date scheduled. It's his first opportunity to play Wisconsin since he's left Wisconsin. He was your head coach in college, and you're siding with your head coach in college.
2: I am because for many reasons that I've already shared, I think this is a very personal game to him for obvious reasons. Um, he didn't have the greatest exit out of Wisconsin, and he's, he's not oblivious to social media. He's not oblivious to the news of, of the the taste in in Badger fans' mouths after he departed and how honest they became um, about him being here. Uh, so he, he most definitely had this game circled. I guarantee you he's going to prepare that team more this year than he did all up to this point. I think Badgers fall to Illinois at Illinois. You know Illinois lost to UTSA, right? I, I, dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. You're going to be – you better get – I'm going to buy you some new shoes, man. I'm going to buy you some running shoes. Right? I'm telling you. I could use a new pair of kicks. <laughs> that sounds good to me.
1: Whatever. Uh, no, look, I, I don't think Illinois is as good as you think they are. I know it's a personal game, and, and Brett Bielema will bring a, a good game plan, but they just haven't been impressive offensively, right? I mean, their quarterback, uh, Sitkowski, he's pretty average, completing 56% of his passes. Peters gets in there from time to time as well. He's completing under 50% of his passes. The running game is no good. Uh, and it's not like they have any legitimate playmakers offensively. So uh, neither of these offenses very good. Right. Clemson defense is better,
2: and I I just think Bucky will prevail next week against Illinois. Okay. I, I like again. I know that I'm in the minority here. I know it. I should I should have prefaced it with that absolutely that I know I'm in the minority with this take. But again, let's not look at. And I know that this segment is looking into Illinois, but. You said that Illinois is not that good. What about us? We're not that good. That's true. (laughs) It's like we're not that good. We do have a good defense, but today showed, and I think last week as well too, showed that, yeah, you can have a great defense, but if you're not putting any points up, you're not going to win the game. Uh, It's just not going to happen. But, again, and then today they, they get beat over the top, safety squatting. Illinois, Illinois is going to surprise some people. I'm in the minority, but they're going to surprise some folks.
1: And you think they're going to come out and win this one I do. I next do. week? It is in Champaign, so they are the home team. That certainly helps. Home field advantage is real in college football, yes, as much as Wisconsin has not shown that this year, except against the win over Eastern Michigan almost a month ago now. Uh, do you have a pair of shoulder pads by chance?
2: <laughs> I'm mid-sipping to some water right there. Now I'm <laughs> I may. Uh, I'm going to contact some front office folks and see if I got a year left of eligibility. You no, know,
1: I wasn't asking you to go out there. I'm asking uh, for our bet. Oh, jeez. I, I I think we might need to go shoulder pads. I gotta, and a I, football. I got I got a helmet. All right, let's go. Helmet and a football that needs
2: to be worn. With loser that runs this lap. Um, I. Uh, I think my grandmother possibly has my Wisconsin helmet, but I do have a a Broncos helmet. That works. All right, perfect. Well, we'll wear the Broncos helmet. Whoever, you will be wearing the Broncos helmet. It'll be you. It'll be you. You'll
1: be wearing that
2: Broncos helmet. uh, Here's the thing. I hope I'm wrong. Let me say that as well, too. So you hope you're running I hope I'm wrong. I do hope I'm wrong. I do hope I'm wrong because hopefully that the players catch wind of this recording, what have you, and they say, look, no, no, we're not going to lose against Illinois. They think we're going to lose, and this gets a fire under them. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think losing two straight to
1: ranked opponents, you're going on the road now after no real road games, right? Notre Dame was in Chicago, but the other three were played at Camp Randall. So this is your first real road game of the season, and it's the first time you're going to see a real road crowd. So I, I absolutely understand why you're siding with Illinois next week. I just think Wisconsin has so much to prove. Mm-hmm. Whoever starts a quarterback has so much to prove. And Paul Chryst, both the head coach and play caller, right. has a ton to prove after three horrible losses to start the season. They have scored a combined in those Penn State, Notre Dame, Michigan games, a combined 40 points.
2: They're averaging 13 points a game against ranked opponents this year. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. And, and, and when we sit here and talk about home field advantage, The home team's crowd, last time we were there, we lost. You don't think that they're watching that tape, Illinois is, when Wisconsin came into Champaign. They're watching that
1: tape. And they're watching tape of Graham Mertz throw five touchdowns on him last (laughs) last year when uh, Graham Mertz made his first start through five touchdowns against Illinois. Hey, maybe he can repeat that performance. Maybe we can have some optimism to Andy at the Wisconsin College game day. Graham Mertz going for five touchdowns next week against Illinois. You heard it here first. Book it. Mark it. Like call it, it a fact. That's what's going to happen. Well, we've had a blast here with the Draft House in Verona. Uh, Monte, thanks so much for coming along for the ride again today. this yes, sir. As Wisconsin falls 17-38. to 38. Shout out Fetty Wap here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. For Monte Ball and Molly Brown, I'm Alex Schroff. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.